This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps you listen to is always appreciated. Hey everyone, like I said in the first episode of season two, we're on number two now, we're talking about quotes, idioms, um, sayings that were misquoted. I wanted to have a separate episode for Jack of All Trades because I feel like that one is the most misquoted or one that's always been said wrong in my life, used against me for so long. So it's always been kind of like pissed me off because especially with everyone who want to try their different things or just how supposedly we're all supposed to just go into one career, one job and have the rest of our lives and, and submit to our overlords kind of thing with stupid capitalism. So I, I wanted to definitely go over this one particularly because it gives me all sorts of emotions. <laughs> so the original quote everyone says is just jack of all trades, master of none. Kind of making it sound like, yeah, if you are good with all these other things, you're never going to be a specialist. You're never going to be any good at anything because you're just all over the place. You're so scattered. But the original quote is, Jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one. And that makes all the difference is that there's nothing wrong with trying all the different things and being good at other stuff like Honestly, anyone's job, you have you have to do dozens of other things to be good at, to be good at your job. So why can't you do that the rest of your life? Like, we are complicated creatures. We all do hundreds of other things. And in varying degrees of expertise, beginner, we could, some people suck at them. Like, I still suck at doing dishes, but I still do it. They still get done. They're done right. It's just not something I want to do. Not something I have to, I always have to do because I have someone who lives with me. So there's a completely different thing. And honestly, it's like, there's nothing wrong with people being specialists, but we also need generous for things. You can be, when you have, when you have teenagers, when they have their first jobs, yeah, we all can flip burgers. We all could babysit or work at amusement parks or, or retail or anything else. And there's nothing wrong with that because everything out there needs that. We need people who do general things, as well as we need people who are specialists, people who have that drive, who are very singular in their thing and thinking and the way they are. But I'm not one of those people. Like, it's kind of the difference between having a heart surgeon and a general practitioner doctor. You need that one. The doctor has a lot wider range, but they're not quite a specialist in everything. Like, they know how the heart works. They know how disease works and stuff like that. But you have your general practitioner and that's they're the one that pushes you towards other specialists, which is what you need in life. But you do have to have both and there's nothing absolutely wrong with that. The same thing with teachers. Like do you have younger ones who are like your homeroom teacher who helps with like general stuff and everything else, but they have also like math teachers and they have music teachers and stuff like that. But a lot of teachers can they can jump in and help other teachers when one's sick or I've had a couple of classes where the social studies teacher jumped into the English one and taught everything else and did perfectly fine because they knew generally what it was and had other notes to 
help with. But honestly, it we didn't lose anything by not having the specialist there. And yeah, there's this pride in being an expert in something, but not to the point of it being all that you are and all that you can do. Because honestly, it's really mind-blowing how we applaud those who go all into a career, a passion or like a charity or anything else. But honestly, we cringe inside at the same people who have everything else in their life fall apart because of it. Like That's kind of the point of like people push us. Like you need a specialist to do all these different things and be really good at this. But it's like, but at the expense of something else. Because there's always going to be something else out of the way. The more you become specialist in one thing, the less you can do something else. That's how it always is and always will be. That there's only so much energy you have, so much time, that you decide on one thing. You say yes to one thing. You say no to another. So the farther you go into training and learning about one thing, that takes away time and energy from something else. Whether or not it is a job going into there and having less time with your children. Or going into training for a marathon, you don't have time to go watch movies or go hang out with your friends. Like, there is always a trade-off. There's always that idea of, like, yes, you can always throw science in there. Your reaction has a reaction kind of thing. There's only so much energy in the world. And that is just not balanced. Honestly, there's the only example I can really push that's like kind of extreme like my husband really likes elon musk who is hands down a genius at what he does like he started paypal he did was it MapQuest or something like that i can't remember i honestly don't care as much y'all can look him up he did the space x for space thing after he did all that stuff and and um tesla there we go oh my god i couldn't remember tesla but yeah he can build all these different businesses and tries different things And we needed all these computer stuff and then all of a sudden just jumped into space travel and everything else. He could actually, he taught himself that shit. Like he went to the library at some point when he really needed to, he'd find experts. But like once he got into it, he could talk to anybody about it and not, and and be an expert on it. But you know what happens? He's had a bad divorce. He does almost nothing with his children. And he's had interviews talking about Yeah, I was not a good husband because I'm always working. I'm always building something else. Yeah, he has all this money. Yeah, he has all the success and everything else. But his specialty has driven him too much that everything else in his life has fallen apart. Like, he has said, like, I have done absolutely nothing with my children. I don't go to events with them. It's pretty much it sounded like his wife at the time was a single parent pretty much because he took care of everything. And I can't remember if he had, he had two ex-wives. All I know he's dating somebody else. It's kind of like, you better not think you're going to get all his attention. He'll have, just like anything else when you have like a new passion, whether it's a person or a thing. Yeah, you get more of their time. You get more of their attention. But he's going to go back to his specialty and what he is driven to do, which is building businesses and trying new things. So, Great. He's great at what he does. And he knows he's just not one of those people who's great at relationships. But he always, but 
nothing wrong with him wanting companionship kind of thing. But it's like you just need to know where you stand and all this stuff and what you can actually offer to people and offer to yourself in life. Like for myself, I know I can do networking and group gatherings and everything else, but there's only so much spontaneity I can do because I have other things scheduled in my life. Whether or not I take a quick temp part-time job, I work at Renaissance Festival, that's very big on talking to people and selling and everything else. And so I don't do really anything else other than like my basic work stuff during that month and a half because I don't have the energy. My brain just shuts down. I sure as hell, none of my friends and family see me because I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't even care if my mom like, oh, you want to get a free meal? Like, I will turn down a free meal if it means I have to go sit with my mom and talk to her because I am just so exhausted. But that's how it is. Like, I love working at the Renaissance Festival. I love the pageantry, the costumes and being in character and everything else and I get to be obnoxious because it's people actually want that and it kind of just part of the experience that is not an expertise for me but it's a passion for me and it's a very short time kind of thing like you can have seasons for certain things you love to do like it doesn't need to like be everything of your life like what they keep trying to push on us that you need to have the one career, be there forever kind of thing. Like that hasn't, that is not our reality now. Most people don't stay at companies for the rest of their lives until they retire. There are so many of us who just change jobs every couple of years until they find one they really like and then maybe stay for five or six years and then move on again. Like that's, that's what most of us do. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can stay in the same area like if you do nursing or anything else but you also can do a work from home job as a nurse with a um, transcription job or medical data entry or some other one I've seen but you do have choices you don't have to just be in a clinic working with a doctor as a nurse like you could also work at one of those smaller clinics connected to like a grocery store that have very small hours and you just do very basic things like, oh, someone has a cough. Here's an antibiotic. If you're if it's a cold, don't get one because that's not useful for viruses. Just so you know. Random side note. Or if you have a, like, scraped knee or, oh, yes, it's a test. You do have strep throat. There you go. Like, you can have lesser hours for certain things. You don't have to do the same hours that doctors do. You don't have to push yourself to go to the next level of being a nurse practitioner. You can just be a CMA or you get your work yourself up to a nursing administrative assistant or I feel like I just threw those words together that didn't work. Whatever. You can be a manager at a, at a hospital. You can manage other nurses. There you go. That's, that's where I was going towards. And part of the thing is you need time to develop these things or learn about yourself to see what you what you do very well. When I was in high school, I thought I was going to be great at like wildlife management and stuff like that. And then as I was in college, I really fell in love with photography. I realized that I actually was creative because no one in my family was creative. Like that was kind of a, you find a job, you make your money, don't get into horrible debt, 
And hopefully at some day you get to retire and not be broke as hell. Like that was kind of the story of the family for a while. But the idea of me starting a business, being a photographer, designing clothes, help doing a podcast, like was never in the vicinity of anyone in my life. And I found out that I was more creative. So I tried out new things. I didn't never thought I could actually make a career out of photography. And that's still to be seen. But, like, I still have time to push for it. Like, honestly, there's too many people who really think that's like, oh, my God, by, like, 26, I haven't done anything. I'm just so, I'm such a loser. I'm, like, I'm, I'm horrible at life. I'm just, it's just over. It's like, no, you really have so much fucking time. Especially since most people, way into their 60s, have all their capacities. Like, they've, their reason to be healthy. They have all their use of their limbs. Their mind is intact. So you have all this time out there. Like, there's all these different people who find a passion later in life, too. Like, there's no reason why you can't. I Honestly, I didn't start podcasting until I was 30. Like, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't even a possibility for me to try because I wasn't, I didn't allow myself as an introvert to be, to say things like this to a wider audience. Like, I was personally going to, you see my work through my photography, you see it through my social media, you see it through my blogging. Like, there was no, there was no reason in my mind to have my voice out there. But in this last year of doing podcasting, there's so much stuff out there I've learned. I've learned how to edit. I've learned all these different equipments. I've all the electronic stuff, like plugging shit in. Like I used to just leave it to the guys to plug in, like TV with the PS4 and shit like that. But like now I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty easy to do. I can, I know this goes here and this goes here. Da da da. I did it. I helped. I helped my husband at one point plug it back in when we went to someone else's house and and brought it with and stuff. It's like, oh, that wasn't so hard because I've been able to connect my own equipment. Up, or I've seen other people's and I played around with it. Um, I figured out all these different things on like ways to speak a little better that people will enjoy more instead of my usual rambling, which some days it still feels like I'm rambling. I mean, I've learned some coding. I've learned all these different things that I never thought I could because I was like, I'm not a computer person. Like I'm above average in certain areas because I grew up with it. I mean, all these different things I learned from photography. I was like, no, I'm a natural light person. I just do landscapes. That's what I started off in. And then I found my love for macro. Um, I started doing wildlife after a few years and was learning how to track animals, was learning how to, like, predict directions they were going to come from and predict the lighting and the weather all together like planning all that out like that's that's a lot of work and that takes some time and effort and, and yeah that's going to be some expertise but it's like I learned it and it's such it's such a natural thing for me now that it's it doesn't come to mind but that was what I wanted to do I wanted to learn that much but I don't want to do portrait photography I didn't want to be a wedding photographer and everything else so there's certainly I don't need to worry too much about bokeh or bokeh bokeh it's not an English word it's 
sounds weird to me. I don't care about strobe lights. I don't care about different weird things for shadows and everything else because I don't do people. I don't need to worry about speed lighting and everything else because a lot of times I have the time for it to take a second to do something or gives me time to adjust my settings because that's the photography I do. The same thing with my podcasting. Like I looked up how to have something mobile. Like I have my iPad. I have a mic for it. Something set up for my computer. I've tried so many different programs and like it's just so weird to me that I can literally just get in there and like set things up and try these different ways and how to like splice different parts of my audio, which I don't really do much editing on here. I don't know if y'all can tell. You probably can't because it's not as smooth. There's some there's some pauses and places and everything else, but I want to learn how to because there's always going to be a time where you get a couple of, especially in my interviews, I'll get a couple kind of like, so you needed to, I needed to kind of splice some parts out that they just kind of went off on a tangent or they just didn't know what to say or just getting the ums and ahs and huhs out. Like there's definitely a lot of those that can be annoying to an audience and you, and I know that that's part of figuring it out. And another point to make about Jack of all trades is that not being a specialist doesn't equal you being mediocre. There's this idea that you're a boring person. You don't, you're not good enough to make enough money or, or anything else in life, unless you're specialized in something. Like if you're just kind of a generalist or good at a lot of things, somehow it's just doesn't equal the pay grade, the expertise or whatever else out there. And it's not, it's not true. Honestly, there's just, there's so much more to life than being a specialist in something else. Like, yes, when someone who wants to build a rocket for NASA and everything else, I want to be a specialist for that. The same thing as the guy who does my electricity of my electrician. I want him to be a freaking specialist because I don't want you to burn down my house. But the guy who does the picks up trash. Yes, very important job. I'm very glad someone else wants to do it. And as long as they get paid a very mon- good amount of time, but it's not really like a specialist thing. Like they can train slightly more people to do it. A little less more than, a little less people than say who do fast food, but more people than when you say know how to do, to become a doctor or um, know how to be an electrician. Like there's, there's only a certain amount of pool of people who have the capacity or the drive to do it. And this doesn't always relate to like a skill or job in your life. Cause like by not having one master, you have more freedom. Cause the same, like I, the point I always like to make is like being a specialist in one job, but like not developing other areas in your life. Like you kind of get stuck in certain things. Like if you only got one major and your job prospects are only like government or working back into the academia, you're kind of stuck there. Like there's only, there's a certain mindset. There's certain like societies, like there's, there's certain protocols and everything else that you're stuck doing. And there's only so many people at the top and they have a say in your life. And, and honestly, when you have such a narrow field, you have more people who have a say and where you can and cannot work, how far up you can go, how much money you can make, what time you can have off. 
because the more like like the back to the doctor thing, a general practitioner has more time to take vacations. A heart surgeon can usually, yeah, they take vacations. They help. They make a hell of a lot more money, which is nice. They deserve it because that's really really important things. But the few that I know don't always have the time because they're like, I'm the only one of three in the state. And some and a lot of times these heart surgeries don't come in as they don't come in as scheduled like months in advance. They're like emergencies where kind of like we have this coming up. I'm not very the one in the ER is not quite sure and everything else. And you're in the area like they're gonna call them. They're gonna call the freaking heart surgeon if they can because they want to make sure the person don't die. And so that's kind of the thing. Like especially with. Yes, with women, it is worse because there's always, there's some areas have the old boys club who will, it's like, well, we have one woman in here, so we don't really need other ones, whether or not they need someone who's better at it. Like, they they, they honestly don't have the, there's too many areas that were like, they just want people like them where they are, and they want to help their own kind, which is not a horrible problem in, in the general sense, but those are the same people who are also barring other people from getting in there who actually are qualified. They just won't look at them because, well, I got my people to look after. But if you're a jack of all trades, you can move around. Like for me, I could have done, I can work in any retail customer service job out there. I've done years of it and so many different jobs. I can work at any bookstore out there. I can work at any college pretty much because I've done so many different things. And if you work in any kind of customer service, you can do calls, you can do retail. I could, at some point, I could have been a manager. I had that option at one point. I really, that also that idea made me sick. I was like, I don't want to be stuck in here even more. Because, of course, the more you get into the higher positions, the more you have to lose in your money, 401ks, all that fun stuff that nobody wants to talk about. But because I trained in other things, I know how to go in to be a photographer. I know how to help someone with their social media. I help someone else set up their podcast. I am actually setting up a second podcast. I've when I design my own clothes, I started designing paper products. Like I designed a planner. I will have a new one coming out um, end of this year, which is January, well, January, February 2019. I don't remember when this <laughs> when this will be coming out. I've made worksheets. I've never done that before. But through trying out and learning different programs from designing, got me there. So that's another way of me making money. That's another way of me trying new things, which has helped me with my social media because I've learned design in the different sense with my websites and all these different things. So I have hundreds of directions to go. When I needed a quick bit of money to pay for something that happened at, at home, I got a quick temp job at, like we had a parade of homes here we have like tours of people who had renovated their homes and you get a tour them and, and it costs and everything else. Yeah, I spent two weekends doing that and that I made six, seven hundred dollars right there because I could. Because I I knew what I was doing. I knew how to talk my way to get that job. The same with I got into um 
Renaissance Festival, I knew how to, like, I knew you needed a costume. I've had several. I know, I know how to sell from all the years of being in customer service and in retail and everything else. So I have, I have options and I never feel stuck in what I'm doing. Cause I've also learned other options for work from home jobs. Like I went and researched, I know how to find jobs that are work from home. And I do some of those sometimes. I have two part-time ones that I do just to kind of help keep a steady income in and just a weird thing with me and taxes. Having just something there that's already taxable is always nice to have going in life. That's a weird thing that I do and it's just a very different subject. So honestly, if you want to be a little the, the dick like me and tell people when they tell you to stop being a jack of all trades, tell them the whole quote that's actually better than being a master of one and I have options and you seem to not be. So go out and try new things and move jobs, move states, move to different countries. Do what you want to do because it's better than being stuck like so many other people in the world. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverse Bubble or Courageous Creativity.